0: Campaign show fraught remembrance of EDSA, as Marcos's son paves Malacanang Comeback, published by the Philippine Center for Investigative Journalism. Hi, I'm Carmela von Buena. I'll read to you what I wrote about the commemoration of the EDSA People Power Revolution in the campaign trail. The Leni Robredo! The music blared and the huge crowd roared in cheer. Many shone lights from their mobile phones as the pink truck of presidential candidate Maria Leonor Leni Robredo entered the Iloilo Sports Complex on the night of February 25. Her campaign rally in the vote-rich province in Central Philippines mastered an impressive crowd of 40,000, according to estimates. The program was packed with celebrities, but Robredo, the country's vice president, was the clear star of the night, along with daughters Aika, Trisha, and Jillian. Together, they jammed to the live performance of rock star Ellie Buendia, whose mini-concert book-ended the event. It's an important night in the campaign anniversary of the 1986 EDSA People Power Revolution, a popular uprising that ousted the late dictator Ferdinand Marcos. He ruled a violent regime and had kept himself in power for two decades. 36 years after EDSA, the dictator's son and namesake, former Senator Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr., is paving the family's return to Malacañang. He enjoys the support of majority of voters Sixty percent versus Robredo's sixteen percent, based on the latest Pulse Asia survey, buoyed by loyalists to have rejected, forgotten, or have no memories of the brutality of his father's regime. According to human rights group Amnesty International, up to seventy thousand people were imprisoned, thirty-four thousand were tortured, and three thousand two hundred forty were killed during the Marcos dictatorship. A low crowd turnout in Iloilo would have dampened the legacy of the 1986 people power uprising and the campaign of Robredo, who gets support from the EDSA forces. Iloilo delivered and it was no surprise. In the 2016 vice presidential election, Robredo got 573,729 votes compared with Marcus's 94,411 it's the week of Liberal Party Senator Franklin Trillon, who delivered 30 billion pesos in government projects in the last 15 years, based on his own declaration. But Robredo will need to work hard to maintain this vote margin on May 9. She is supported by Iloilo Governor Arthur Defensor Jr. and Iloilo City Mayor Jerry Treñas, but members of the Garin, Biron, and Tupas political clans have expressed support for Marcos. On the campaign stage, Robredo honored the memory of ETSA by calling upon the voters to master the same strength that toppled a dictator in 1986. Naalala ko ang bisig para madaig ang takot at pangamba. Ang pagkakaisa, ang pag ang nag-uumapaw na pagmamahal sa kapwa at sa bansa na pumuno sa mga kalsada. Ganito pong enerhiya ang muli nating binubuhay ngayon. Ganitong lakas ang muli ninyong ginigising. Robredo defeated Marcos in the 2016 elections by less than 300,000 votes. She said she was not discouraged by her survey numbers. She has managed to draw a big crowds since the start of the campaign on February 8, encouraging her supporters. <laughs> As Robredo's supporters celebrated their biggest crowd so far, Marcos' allies in La Union Province in northern Luzon looked forward to the return of the Marcuses to Malacanang. La Union representative Pablo Ortega declared victory for Marcos before a crowd wearing red, the campaign color of Marcos. February 25, and the and the of Manila. For this crowd, democracy icon Corazon Aquino who restored the country's freedoms after the fall of the dictator is the villain in the ETSA story. People have realized, Ortega claimed, that the country was better under the Marcuses. In reality, the economy was in shambles when Aquino took over from Marcos in 1986, said Ronald Mendoza, Dean of the Ateneo School of Government. Nagtatanong kasi marami, bakit gusto niyo bumalik kay Marcos? Eh, palpak yung ekonomi na yun. Kung titignan nyo, iniwan na nga natin yon until, <laughs> until today. Eh. So kung babalik tayo doon, the economy was in shambles in 1986. We fixed that slowly. Ang problema, kulang yung inaayos natin. And it has resulted in high inequality. Ortega also hyped the inclusion of former Senator Gregorio Honasan, a key player in the EDSA revolt, in the Marcos Ticket. He regretted it, he said. Harry Roque, a human rights lawyer, also joined the Marcos Ticket. He was once vocal about the grave human rights violations committed during the Marcos regime. He also supported efforts to institutionalize the indemnification of victims of Marcos's martial law. The La Union rally brought Marcos back to his home turf, the so-called Solid North, after a swing in the Visayas where he came face-to-face with protesters during one of his rallies. The following day, on February 26, Marcos barnstormed neighboring Pangasinan Province. He got his biggest vote haul in 2016 here, 832,711 votes, compared with Robredo's 265,016. The fraught remembrance of EDSA on the campaign trail showed a nation deeply divided over a historic event that was admired by the world. The problem, according to world boxing champion and presidential candidate, Senator Manny Pacquiao, was the EDSA spirit was lost due to corruption that prevailed despite the fall of Marcus? Pacquiao said he would jail the corrupt and impose life imprisonment without pardon if he won the elections. But Senator Panfilo Lacson said the voters should not forget the corruption that also happened during the Marcus regime. Don't you <laughs> Earlier in the week, Manila Mayor Isko Moreno de reminded voters in the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao of the atrocities of the Marcos dictatorship. Alam natin naging madugo ang nagraan noong 1974, noong 1981 sa buhay ng mga Muslim dito sa Mindanao. At some point in time, yung iba siyano, lolo niyo. The rise of Marcos more than three decades after EDSA has been attributed by his critics to a massive disinformation campaign, particularly on social media, where his supporters pushed a revisionist version of martial law history and covered up the legacy of his father's brutal dictatorship. It is a propaganda campaign reminiscent of his father's propensity to also peddle lies about himself to create a myth of superiority, said 2003 Ramon Magsaysay awardee and PCIJ founding executive director Sheila Coronel, in a lecture on Marcus's martial law on February 26. Coronel cited the fictional Maharlika story that linked the late dictator to noble datus or chieftains, of the pre-colonial age and portrayed him as Malakas of the Filipino creation myth. He also claimed to have 28 war medals, declaring himself as the most decorated Filipino war hero. But he got most of these medals by lobbying for them when he was already in public office. If Marcos has such a hold on our collective imagination, it is in part because of the lies and half-truths he and his courtiers have told over and over again until they were accepted as fact. It is because they have sown so much confusion over the facts so that even now truth seems elusive. The Marcuses have been at this since 1935. Let me say this again, the rewriting of history did not begin after the fall. This myth-making is one reason why today Many believe we are at the cusp of the second coming, the second Marcos coming, the zombie apocalypse. Traditional media have launched fact-checking efforts to correct lies that continue to spread during the campaign, but as trust in news organizations has eroded through the years, voters have resorted to unreliable sources for information on the candidates. A newly released Social Weather Station survey found that 69% of Filipinos viewed the problem of fake news to be serious. There's about 10 weeks left in the campaign period. Marcos' rivals are racing against time to change voters' minds. February 25 is a non-working holiday in the Philippines. But President Rodrigo Duterte never attended the EDSA commemoration rites and merely issued official statements prepared by staff. If Marcos wins, who is to say if the historic event will be celebrated at all in the future? Robredo's crowd was defiant. This is not the last EDSA. We will fight for the people, read the placard in the Iloilo crowd. There was a small crowd too of Robredo supporters that marched on the streets of La Union's capital city, San Fernando, earlier in the day. Robredo's campaign has turned into a crusade.